Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can catch me weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Midnight to 1 a.m. I do not take your support lightly. Thank you for checking out my podcast. There is only but so much time I have on the radio, but here is where I can elaborate and completely let my hair down. Get it? My hair? Not much hair there. And let's go. Topics in this podcast. Chris Cuomo, out of control crime and looting across the country. And let's close with the New York race for governor. I have known the Cuomo's going back a very long time, professionally and personally. In fact, before Chris Cuomo was on TV, I covered their dad, Mario, as governor. But in essence, the bottom line here, folks, Chris Cuomo got caught with his hand in the cookie jar as far as defending his brother. He crossed the line. The firing of Chris Cuomo is not surprising, and the Cuomo brothers, for that matter, should have never been allowed to go on TV, on CNN, with a big wet kiss to each other. This happened at the height of the COVID crisis. There are clear guidelines on what we can do as journalists. And by the way, Chris Cuomo himself is looking at new allegations of sexual misconduct. Chris Cuomo's termination at CNN followed a one-week suspension after the investigation by New York Attorney General Letitia James, who was running for governor, which showed Chris Cuomo used his media connections, his media connections, in an attempt to aid in the defense of his brother, then-Governor Andrew Cuomo, to cover for the scandals surrounding Andrew Cuomo. A major no-no. Major no-no. Chris Cuomo forced the hand of CNN. The only question is what took so long. Here, by the way, is an interesting idea. Upon her departure from CNN in April, Brooke Baldwin, who was one of their anchors, she aired her grievances about the lack of opportunities for women at the network. Brooke Baldwin, who worked there for over a decade, says replace Chris Cuomo with a woman, and maybe that is not a bad idea. Let's switch now to crime. Something has to give. Something has to give. Something has to give. I said it three times. I grew up in this city. I'm a native son of New York City. And for the first time in my life, when it comes to crime in New York City, I am scared to death of what can happen to you or to me or to my family members, to your family members. Liberal policies, judges forced to release criminals not setting bail, so-called progressive DAs refusing to prosecute certain crimes. I want you to stop, to stop and think about this. How is that benefiting us as a society, as more and more innocent people are dying? From the PhD student at Columbia University stabbed to death, and more of this issue that has me greatly concerned is on a personal level, the black-on-black -black crime. The case in point 
Beverly Hills, California, a 29-year-old career criminal who is African-American and in violation of his parole, breaks into the house of Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Clarence Avant and shoots Mr. Avant's wife in the head with an AR-15. His wife, Jacqueline, in her 80s, shot and killed in a home invasion by a fellow African-American. The 29-year-old suspect was no stranger to the criminal justice system, records show. How is Mr. Avant, in the twilight of his life, supposed to recover from something like this? Folks, I want to share an email I recently received, and it's from a woman. Her name is Tanya Covington. And she says, Dominic, I totally agree with you on the black-on-black crime. I was a victim several times in my life. My twin brother was killed in 1988. The criminal got probation. I was robbed where I worked. And folks, I'm quoting for the, from the letter here. I know there's racism out here. I tend not to follow these so-called civil rights leaders because they don't want to address this issue at all. They only seem to come out when it's white on black crime. So sad. This seriously needs to change. That's just one letter, but that sentiment has been expressed in emails and letters several times recently to me. And closing with the New York race for governor, this time on the Democratic side, Kathy Hochul is holding her own as she completes the term of Andrew Cuomo. Hochul's standing is backed by polling, but still, the one to watch is New York State Attorney General Letitia James. I don't see public advocate, advocate that is, Jemani Williams, as gaining much traction, nor Long Island Congressman Tom Swazi, and certainly not New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. A large part of the primary vote comes from New York City, and that is more progressive, more liberal, which plays right to the hand of Letitia James. But we will see, as Hoku herself is also playing to the left, and so far, it seems to be working. That's it for this podcast. Folks, send me an email at dominic.carter at wabcradio.com. Dominic.carter at wabcradio.com. And join me each weeknight, each weeknight at midnight, each weeknight at midnight, where I can take your live telephone calls on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'll see you the next time.